Welcome to Your Infinite Health. Are you getting older? Are you feeling it? How would you like to do that in reverse? We're your host, Dr. Tripp, and Lene. We've run an integrative medicine practice for 13 years. Together, we have 60 years of combined experience helping clients. We've helped tens of thousands achieve success in health and live longer, happier lives. In this show, we'll cover peer-reviewed and evidence-based integrative approaches to creating the health you've always wanted. We also share professional experience we see in the field every day. So if you're ready to feel, look, and live your best life, you're in the right place. Welcome to your Infinite Health Podcast. It is freezing here in New Orleans. I thought we lived in the South for a reason. That being, it's not supposed to get this cold here. And it seems like it's so cold that half our patients rescheduled this morning, which was made for a boring day. (laughs) Do you have a thought? No, it was was a good day to prepare things. It was a good day to work on the business and not in the business, I suppose. I had to remind myself that somehow even this serves us somehow. It wasn't the outcome that I wanted, but I think we got some things done. I made some awesome PowerPoint slides. Yes, you're getting really good at PowerPoint. That creative juices flowing. Right. <laughs> no coughing. Mm. So I'm really bad about reading headlines because I don't like to watch the news and I, I don't engage in it. And that does not serve me. But I do wa- read headlines, which in this day and age can be really tricky because media is so good about creating headlines that are designed to hook your attention as opposed to giving you real practical substance (laughs) information. Yes. And so I was reading this article about, I think his name is David Sinclair, Mm -hmm. Harvard professor who's been doing all this research on age reversal. And he seems to be popping up quite a bit in the media and in articles. And this particular article was headlined something to the effect of, this guy, this 53-year-old doctor or researcher, maybe, listener, don't quote me on this, but this 53-year-old researcher is younger, has turned back a decade on his aging or whatever it was, something like that, David Sinclair. So anyway, I'm like, oh, well, this isn't news. We've been doing this at Infinite Health for a decade Mm. now-ish. Maybe about half that. Half, um, half a decade. Well, well, documented, documented, right, documented with laboratory documentation. Yes. Right. Now you can try. So you've been able, you've probably been doing it for a lot longer. In fact, right. I know you have mm-hmm. because you were keeping your cancer patients alive longer than what other oncologists would right. write people off. And you would be like, hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> or not. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> hey, y'all watch this. <laughs> So anyway, I was like, oh, that's not news. We've been doing that for so long. And I shared it and was like kind of indignified about that. And then today before getting on air, I thought maybe I should like read a little bit about it and come to find out it was not a very favorable article. The Mm. journalist was very biased and 
kind of in subtle disbelief that he had actually been successful in doing what he says he's doing. And they were just kind of, what is it, slide handed or underhanded or when you say something and on the surface it sounds good, but the meaning behind it is not, there's a term. Hmm. You don't know what I'm talking about? Oh, would that be, I don't know, sarcasm? Yeah, okay, we'll go with that one. That's not what I was trying to find, but sarcasm. So anyway, saying that science wasn't necessarily backing his allegations because he's saying that he was able to do a decade by natural approaches and very quickly had talked about changing his lifestyle and what he ate and being more mindful of his nutritional component and choosing consciously choosing particular supplements that may or may not have the peer-reviewed and evidence-based data behind it and whatnot. So then I kind of felt bad about sharing <laughs> that article. With our with our patient population. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that kind of attitude of that journalist is not something that we haven't run into directly right not too long ago as a matter of fact when i was talking to a producer of a radio show about this very topic Mm -hmm. and he was like i'm not buying it that's sci-fi i don't get into hokey things right and so i was like oh it's we do this every we do this all day long and so i kind of connected you to talk to him and just to briefly go over the science and to give him some information, because it was clear that he was unaware of the information out there about how we can actually document our biological age, which is not necessarily uh, parallel to, which moves not necessarily a parallel rate as our chronological age. And that was what was quite interesting to me was that, that he was unaware of that, unaware of the science that's been out there for a decade about, and maybe a little longer. I think the, well, it's been much longer. The initial science was dates way back to the 60s when we were looking at methylation of DNA very early on. And and there were some Russian scientists, I think, that actually felt that it was correlated with age, but was never substantiated and really uh, really delved into until until after the Human Genome Project had been completed and maybe in the late 2005 to 2010, there was much more interest delved into and a lot of science put and thought process put into developing these biological clocks based on different molecules that are in the body. And I think the one that was developed that's the most accurate or at least correlating the most accurately is the biological clock due to the methylation of DNA, which is methylation. Could you please explain to Tracy in Wisconsin what, what methylation is? So methylation is a is an organic chemistry group that has a carbon and three hydrogen molecules in it. And Okay. I think that's about as fundamental as I can get at least. But those molecules actually... Um, activate or deactivate segments of DNA. And so the, there's an entire system that, that works on the DNA that actually shuts it down very progressively over the course of time. And that has been correlated by virtue of an algorithm created by artificial intelligence to, to be 
virtually linear. And so uh, doing that biological test on the DNA, doing that DNA test to check and see how much it's been methylated over the course of time actually gives us a, a correlation with our actual the speed with which we're aging biologically and our actual biological age. And <clears throat> so that being said, when I had that discussion with, let's call him Steve, I think. Oh, wait, Steve, the producer or Steve, Steve? Steve, the producer. Oh, Steve, the producer. Okay. When I spoke to Steve, the producer, he he had really never heard of any of the science before. And, well, and he's probably... Steve, the producer and educated man is probably typical, mm -hmm. right, of what what is really understood about the possibility of aging in reverse. I don't think that most people are aware that it, it I, I hate this future of medicine thing, because like, yeah, what right. does that really mean? Futurist, you're not a futurist, you're a present be present. But the fact of it is, it's not the future of medicine. It is now. We are living We're it. living it. It is now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so that science has allowed us to look at aging in a different way. And instead of the chronological years that are accumulating, it's really the the biology. And there are multiple different clocks that have been developed, but this one has the advantage of being a simple test that's not entirely inexpensive if paid out of pocket, but it can actually help define the effectiveness of treatments and of modifications to our lifestyle and acquisition of better parameters of our life and our health so that we can tell actually if we're benefiting from it or not benefiting from it. Yeah. So I guess up until the time that you had access to this particular test, you're really just kind of going off a patient exper experience, right? How a patient felt. If a patient was feeling more energetic or more focused or then you knew you were on the right track, but you didn't really have the hard data to see exactly where it is. So a really great you have a really great case study for actually seeing the impact that these four pillars in particular approaches to health optimization are making in the lives of your patients with one in particular that comes to mind, Steve. Come Steve, Steve, who is actually, he actually doesn't even live in Louisiana. He, I went to law school with him. He's a great, great lawyer. If you need a lawyer in Johnson City, Tennessee area, East Tennessee, let me know. Anyway, I'll hook you up, listener. But he started on your program and you did the test that we're talking about at the beginning of his program. Correct. And he's a little younger than me, I think. What do we say? 40? He was 41 when he started. 41 years old on his birth certificate. Right. Chronological what, age. Chronological age when he started. And, but his biological age showed up as what? Almost 59 years of age. Wow. Yeah. And what kind of issues like what drove him to seek you out? Like what kind of issues well, was he dealing with? He didn't seek me out. I think it was his wife. Oh, right. That his sought wife. you out That's on right. Facebook. That's right. She did. Yeah. Take my husband and fix him, please. Yeah, I think he had run the gamut of conventional reactive medical care and had a number of suggestions regarding medications that he should be on, but that those medications had apparently not worked. And when he when he finally made it made it to us, he he is he was a 
shadow of his former self. I, he was barely active, couldn't get off the couch. I mean, he's really not interested in his practice anymore. All those things were were kind of tumbling down on him. And, and his wife actually sought you out, I think. Yes, she did. And what did she ask you? Do we do anything that might help this? And so I think I that was... Know. It's been a, been a minute ago. Yeah, so... I interviewed him and and we got a bunch of tests and found a ton of things metabolically that were that had gone awry and and his lifestyle choices and nutrition and all of those things were, were significantly off. And so to begin the uh, the treatment, I suggested that we do this biological aging test to see to be able to give us some indication whether or not we were actually achieving the results that we desired from some of these treatments that were, some of them were not paid for by insurance and involved peptides and optimization of hormones and lifestyle changes that had to be adhered to. And then, of course, our mind-body program that, that has been so useful for people who really get into it. And so we plugged him in and I think... I think he's probably been one of the most compliant patients I've ever had, even which is goal oriented. Yeah, which is awesome because, like I said, he's not coming in to the office regularly like most patients do. They go in and there's some kind of innate accountability and inspiration and empowerment that happens when a patient comes into Infinite Health. And so being able to successfully keep somebody engaged and empowered and inspired and on the track for what their goals are virtually is a feat, I think, in its own. And so kudos to Steve, Steve, and to you for being able to have that rapport and that relationship, that partnership, really, to help him get to where he wants to go. And so you retested him after, what, 12 Well, I already knew at three months. I mean, at three months, he was a different guy and had, I guess he was engaged in some real estate purchases and sales that ultimately uh, coincided with an expansion to a second office in his practice. And now- Wait, so so his wife called saying, like, he's disaffected and not interested in working. And within three months, he was on track for- Expansion. Expansion, correct. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. And okay, so I've got more news after that, but I don't want to jump ahead too far ahead. So you were saying. So, so yes. So that, that already knew he was benefiting from all of the things we were doing, but that continued over the course of the year. His overall health improved. He's, he followed the exercise program well. He followed the nutritional program to the T. He did virtually everything that that we asked of him. He was a compliant patient. Was a, Those are far and few, uh, in, uh, <laughs> but uh, they're amazing when they happen. Uh, yeah, it was transformational. I mean, the, the change in six months, he was not getting on doing the, the video calls and things like that with him. Was, it was a totally different person. And the change in his demeanor towards his health and fear of adverse outcomes had disappeared and and his motivation was was peaking and he was energetic virtually all the time and 
it was an amazing transformation to watch. So at the end of a year, basically at the end of the year, we decided, okay, well, let's do a, let's do a, let's repeat the test and see where we are and see if we've made any progress on the, you know, on your biological age. And so we did the test and about six weeks later it comes back. And I think we were both amazed and pleased and amazed that, that he had actually in the year, so a year has passed. And in that year, he had regressed 18 years on the test almost. Oh, 18. And so 18 plus the year that he had been under treatment was 19 years. So yeah, incredible. I think the, I mean, I'm, I'm not unfamiliar with seeing 10, somewhere between 10 and 15 years on a usual basis, but he had his entire biology had transformed in that time period. And so at this point, we're looking at continuing the program with some additional inputs to see if we can improve on that. Yeah, I think he he had like his goals for reversing his age are like, I've got more to go. I've, you know, which is really impressive. But I talked to him recently, and he's like expanding to his fourth office now. Like he is his business is blowing it up. Mm -hmm. And I think people would be, you would be chagrin. Is that the right word? Chagrin not to recognize Mm -hmm. that your health has either a positive or a negative impact on your success in your career. Oh yeah. We've had other cases that have done equally as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty impressive to go from in, in the span of a year being compliant to go from being disaffected and kind of maybe burned out mm-hmm. to I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing and growing. And now he's like by, by four times his practice, which is just exciting to see and to observe. So that's really cool. Yeah. So that's pretty transformational about Steve. And he's just one of, Many, many stories. And so basically, I think probably David Sinclair is on to something. I'm not real sure his approach is congruent with our approach, but I think what we've seen and what our what several of the patients can testify to, it's it is possible to reverse a person's age. Yeah, and I think he's using the science at his behest and to document what can be documented now that we have that test available those that biological clock testing available it's it will change the face of how we treat people in the future simply because or now changing it now right simply because we have an objective measure of how it's impacting our lifespan our biological lifespan and not just making the swelling around our ankles go away or our blood pressure go down. Well, and that's important if somebody's really serious about taking ownership of their health and reversing their aging process that really requires conscious, deliberate choice and effort on the part of the patient. There is no cocoon scenario where you're going and dipping into a pond and coming out youthful or life in a pill getting age reversal in a blue or red pill or whatever it is i mean you have to be an active participant yeah you got to give to get that's right so 
That's chapter six. Chapter six of what? Tracy in Wisconsin does not know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's chapter six of our book, uh, Think and Live Longer. Yeah, which is available on Amazon. <laughs> All right. Well, this was great. Listener, I hope you found this sting and inspiring and maybe even encouraging to look into it more. And I guess until next time, feel it, look it, live it. Thanks for subscribing to Your Infinite Health. I'm Dr. Tripp. And I'm Lynne. Until next time, feel it, look it, and live it.